Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining in. We have Sean from The Story Till Now, and we can't wait to hear more about his story. What's up? How are you doing tonight, Sean? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm ready to wander, wonder, and repeat. <laughs> yes. All in pink. Dude, we are and I, so I excited. Love that I have my guys here with a pink background. I thought I'd change it up. <laughs> it, looks good. it looks good. <laughs> Gotta match my Jeep now, Sean. You know that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so where are you at, Sean? Where are you? Are you in our, the States or are you in Columbia or I'm in British Columbia, Canada. Gotcha. Is it cold there? Uh, it is today, actually. It's uh, it's like minus three or something outside. Oh, that's a little so, chilly. Yeah. Yeah, it, but I mean, it's been not too bad lately. It's been uh, low teens, so uh, that's would, Celsius, not Fahrenheit. So yeah, I was about to say I would never survive because it's like thirty degrees Celsius here or Fahrenheit here, and uh. I'm like <laughs> layered in the house in a seventy-five degree house. Yeah, she doesn't do cold well at all. <laughs> Yeah, neither do I. I hate the cold, but, uh, you know, I live where I live, so. Exactly, exactly. Well, we have a lot of people watching. Um, we have Paul from um, Move Along Adventure says he's ready. He's so ready. He was the first one to comment before the show even went live. So we have a lot of people <laughs> nice. super excited that you are here. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you just said you're in British Columbia. How long have you been doing this? Who are you? For those that don't know, I, I don't know how you don't know, but you know. <laughs> I'm Sean. Um, <laughs> I uh, make adventure, off-road adventure videos in British Columbia, Canada. Beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Now, have you cool. always... That's, that's actually on our license plate, beautiful British Columbia. Have you always that's done awesome. videos? Have you? Is that your background? Um, I mean, I guess it's always been my hobby. Like I've been doing uh, the, the first thing I ever saved up money for uh, mm -hmm. when I was a teenager was a camcorder and uh, you know, like so a VHS. I, I've been putting videos on the Internet for, uh, you know, since before YouTube was even a thing. Uh, God forbid anyone ever finds them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I want to, you know, when I was in high school, I mean, I wanted to go to film school. I wanted to be a movie director. Like, uh, I volunteered at the local TV station uh, where I learned a lot of stuff about uh, doing camera work and uh, okay. directing, lighting, audio, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I got a lot of my my foundation for that from there, as well as just um, just experimenting. And uh, I started, I quit my job and started uh, started my own videography business. Okay. for a while which uh i found out very quickly that i don't like making other people's stuff i just want <laughs> my my own stuff because i'm yeah. very uh that's a lot more fun I'm a, I'm a creative person i need a i need some kind of creative outlet so and the video really just kind of does it for me so you're awesome. obviously in a beautiful location have you always driven off-road four by four vehicles or have you is that, maybe that's no. kind of what you need around that area. <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. Um, it's no. very, it's extremely popular around uh, this area. It's a very popular hobby. But um, okay. uh, for me, I've been doing this since about 2014. Okay. Uh, I got back from living overseas in Japan for five years, 
and uh, I was okay. kind of just was a little bit lost in what I was going to do with my life. And uh, I came back, I got a job, and uh, I bought a car. Like I bought a Mazda Miata. And, Heck uh, yeah. And uh, there was a guy who I used to work with before I had gone overseas, and he he was like, "Hey, let's let's get together and go camping." And then uh, I started taking my Mazda Miata up Forest Service roads, and oh my gosh. <laughs> after after a year of doing that, like every week, uh, my friend was like, "You know, you could probably just uh, just go on Craigslist and buy like a thousand dollar Ford Explorer or something that would yeah. be more suitable for this." And I, you know. $3,000 later, I had a, uh, XJ Cherokee oh, and cool. lifted on 33s. And, and, uh, and then I just started, you know, I was like, well, what else, you know, now that I've got this thing, like what else can I do? And I started joining like the local off-road clubs and, and going on trail runs. And, yeah. and then I started reading articles in magazines about, you know, people who've gone on these like expeditions and like, uh, you know, really like ad adventures and they're going through like these crazy roads that are, ba they barely exist. And I was like, I want to do that. Like that looks like fun. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got. We have know, a popular saying, awesome. we, we say, will what you got. So you will yeah. that me Mazda. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> upgraded my, uh, my ride over time. <laughs> but then, you know, my, uh, my interest in filmmaking and, and off-roading just kind of collided and, so, so oh, what's around. been your, what's been your vehicle evolution? You had the Cherokee. Mm -hmm. I was looking back through some of your old videos on the channel. It looked like you had uh, a two door JK. At uh, one point, or is that a TJ? No, it, was, uh, it was an LJ. So it was a. a oh, okay. The rare stretch. Those TJs, are yeah, yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. So I had I had two XJs and then um, and then I got the LJ. Um, so it's actually a funny story. Um, I my second XJ was like a complete piece of junk and uh when i met my now wife uh one of our first dates i wanted to take her off-roading of course right so we went out in the snow like 50k up a forest service road and the engine blew up oh, no. <laughs> and, oh wow what a, uh, and and you're yeah. buried today wow <laughs> yeah so you know after the ordeal of of getting this thing out of there and getting home and everything uh she made it clear that she wasn't going to be going off-roading with me anymore unless I bought a more reliable <laughs> off-roader. So I sold my Mazda Miata and I bought an LJ. There you go. That's a little step up. Little step yeah. up. And then from there, um, yeah, I had that for a couple of years and then um, we got the Gladiator when that came out because I thought it was cool. And Yeah, you got, you got that like right when it first came out, didn't you? Yeah, like... Um, like I didn't order it or anything. It just, uh, we kind of talked about the idea of, of getting one. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, not, not really for YouTube or anything, just cause I thought it was, it was cool. And, uh, we went and test drove one on a lot and, and we just ended up buying it and bringing it home. Like we're, <laughs> this is like us. <laughs> October of, uh, 20, 19 i guess because it's 2020 yeah around right. october tramp so it was one of the first ones on the lot and uh oh my, my phone's ringing sorry <laughs> we've always I wanted to know video. what sean's music sounded like so there we go <laughs> yeah it's the default ringtone i'm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we got the gladiator and then um 
yeah, that was, yeah, just like a few months before the channel started getting big. So that's awesome. So what all have you done to the gladiator? Oh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> that's a that's a long list. Um, I'll give you the the basic the rundown. Basic it's got uh, a four and a half inch uh, TerraFlex lift in it. Uh, it's uh, it's on 37, 12, 5, 17 uh, tires uh, okay. on TerraFlex Nomad wheels. Um, it's got uh, Rhino Rack backbone platform on top. Some uh, some Zargus cases mounted on the top. It's got the Rip Supercharger that we just put in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I saw, saw someone, someone asked how it's holding up or how it's doing. I saw that comment come through just a little while ago. How is that working for you? Yeah, I guess so far it's it's one of those things where um, after you install it, there's a lot of tuning revisions that you have to go through. Okay. So you like drive uh, it a lot a of tweaking. Bit. Yeah, and then you do like a data log and you send it back to the guys at Rip and they they update the tune and they send you a software file and you load it in and it's you know gradually the you know the experience gets better and better <laughs> so um yeah we're still like fine-tuning it but it's it's working it's working good so far cool that's awesome yeah. what is your do you what kind of do you have a cab over the back of the the jeep i saw i think and yeah it's the uh, rsi it's smart, smart cap, cap. It's yeah stainless steel cap uh oh i know i wanted that for that Matt. <laughs> we we considered that for hours. The only thing I don't like is it makes my truck really tall, and I miss like I used to have the half rack, and yeah. I much prefer that that look and feel, mm -hmm. um, you know, lower center of gravity. But it's a trade off, right? So I'm doing a lot of longer trips now, and having the lockable storage area, yeah, uh, for security for my gear is nicer than having to take all my you know if i want to go spend a night at a hotel i gotta take like my chainsaw That's on the true. luggage cart and you mm -hmm. know that looks weird um, <laughs> i've had questions could be a little security issue <laughs> um, and we also so we use one of the bins on the side to install a full red arc system and uh yeah that's a sweet but, setup yeah it's awesome for um charging camera batteries and and stuff like that and running whatever you need to on longer trips so I need power. Yeah. 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 I chose I chose to go with a, a simpler just their BCDC twelve fifty instead of the whole manager thirty thing because I didn't want to have to deal with where to put it and building out the whole area for it. So I want I want yeah, simpler it, it than is that. Space but consuming. They're so fabulous. Yeah. It, it just so works so well. It's one of those things where, you know, I wasn't sure if I really needed it. And mm -hmm. and then I started looking into it and I was like, this could be, could be what I need. And once I had it, you know, we, we did it on a 200 amp hour lithium battery. And mm -hmm. then with a 2000 watt inverter, I mean, I basically got electricity, you know, for anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah that's, that's, I've got 200 amp hours in mine too. And so far, so far the main thing I'm running off it is my fridge. So I can just leave my fridge running for weeks. <laughs> yeah well, i like to run because we're in a cold environment i like to run a heated blanket when i sleep yeah. um i find that's the best way you know there's a lot of different things people do for heating rooftop tents but for me yeah. uh, a warm sleeping bag with a heated blanket seems to do the trick no matter how cold it is it just so, it so you haven't got on the you haven't got on the the diesel heater bandwagon yet nah i'm not i don't it, think that's the thing it's I really just, great uh, i don't know they really are fantastic <laughs> 
I haven't tried one. So maybe if I tried one, I yeah. probably it's you know. it really is life changing. Once you go diesel it's, heater, you never go back so electric blanket. Does it not get too hot? Well, depends on who you uh, ask. Not to me. I'm <laughs> always <to> cold. <laughs> I I used it on a recent trip to the Ozarks. Um on a trip that we call our cold water run because we do it in January when it's usually at its coldest. Um, and so I was using it on that trip. And the second, the first night it was perfect. I had it, the temperature on it turned down a little bit, but the second night, for whatever reason, I turned it up and I got hot that night. I was venting the tent. I was opening up all the windows and I was, it was great. I mean, it's lows in the, I think the low was like 20 degrees Fahrenheit that night which is really cold for us. I feel like and, a, on a freezing cold night, that would be, that would be awesome. Cause there's some yeah, nights yeah. when, you know, you open up the tent and there's like, everything's icy already and you just yeah. don't even want to deal with it. Like those yeah. kind of nights, I feel like a diesel heater would be, would be Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, most people, they don't camp in the winter time. And because of that, but this is, this has totally changed it. Like I have no problems going and camping, year round now with that thing. Oh yeah. I do too. It just really to. makes it that warm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, done, it's the job now. So I've done, yeah, it's been two years and two months. I've, I've put out a video, at least one video every single week. And they're not, there's, there's not like, uh, it's not like some of them are just filler videos. They're almost all of them are full on adventures. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm living out of my rooftop tent, like 25% of my life here, pretty much. <laughs> well, we have some questions. Um, Jeeps before time wants to know what's your gas mileage on this after the supercharger. Yeah, after it's, the supercharger. Uh, so I, on highway, I've actually seen about uh, an increase of about 50 kilometers per tank. So, oh. um, okay. and that is something that they, they told me would likely happen. We'd see um, improved mileage just because something to do with the airflow and, and, okay. uh, yeah, but I mean that's that's offset by the fact that you're running premium fuel now. So, so it costs more to fuel it. Yeah, substantially. <laughs> How much is gas there? Here, um, well, it probably won't make sense to you because it's by the liter, not by the gallon. Oh, okay. But it's uh, it's actually really expensive right now. It's about a dollar dollar eighty per liter for regular. Okay. Um, which is quite high. Like, what is that conversion? But you have to run premium, don't you? Up. Now, I have to run premium. Yes. Yeah. 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 So have you now, have you had it long enough and gone on a trip and found that finding premium is sometime a challenge? I've not had that issue at all. No, I, I've, uh, I've got a friend of mine um, who runs a supercharger on his forerunner. And on some of our trips, he's had a hard time finding premium in, in the more rural areas. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I haven't really been in any rural areas on this trip. We went, we pretty much did the I five straight down, um, mm -hmm to San Diego. Um, so we went through, um, you know, Seattle, uh, uh, Oregon, um, and yeah, I don't know everywhere. Anyway, there, there was no problem yeah. getting to feel anywhere we went on this trip. It's pretty much road, like real traveled roads. So you're going to have that on there. What's your favorite mod on the Gladi? Ooh, um, I don't know. Does, does the rooftop tent count as a mod? Because yeah, I mean, it does. Is that, is yeah, that it does. You say that? Yeah. No, that counts. Do you that's like, like your house, right? So which rooftop I mean, tent do you have? Uh, I've got the iCamper SkyCamp Mini. That's what that, I'm getting. The one that you have sitting in a box in the garage right now. It's in a box. 
I'm waiting on my backbone <laughs> system. Ah, yes. You know, the, the new version is coming out <laughs> mm -hmm. like a month, eh? Yeah, I think it, the yep. pre-orders start in March, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, super pumped about that. Um, yeah. Someone someone asked if you got the pin that broke, did you replace it on the last trail video? Yeah, yeah. I just got a new bolt and, and put it in there as soon as I got back. So I just went over to Epic and they've got, you know, a hundred of those kits laying around. So Yeah, you have some great guys over there at Epic. I love watching y'all. Yeah, especially, especially whenever you got the new Bronco. Can we go there? Yeah, sure. I want to go to the new Bronco. So, okay, you've had, I, I know. That's, that's really knows. why you're here, Sean. She's supposed to talk about Bronco. <laughs> Let's really do it. Is. So what made you purchase the Bronco whenever you've had the Jeep Gladiator and you've been mostly Jeeps? You not I didn't hear a Ford in that mix. So oh, yeah. tell me. The Mazda well, I mean, was it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the Mazda. Well, I'd be I'd be lying if I didn't say it. I, I was motivated by it being uh, you know something that would be popular on the channel for for yeah. YouTube, right? But um, hence Matt with a gladiator, so we get it. <laughs> the reason yeah. the reason we decided to do it is because my wife had a, a BMW X5 that the lease was up on, and the the payments basically were the same. So mm -hmm. we just figured there's no point in having like it makes more sense to get a vehicle that's gonna that's gonna help the channel than to right. it's not right right and uh and the bronco is popular like every every video i posted with the bronco has done basically double views from mm -hmm. than usual you think it's because it's new and it's that niche where people are wanting to people, see what it does people want to see see people out doing stuff with it and and they know i'll i'll do stuff with it so uh, I haven't done a lot with it yet because we're waiting for parts to come in, but the parts are starting to roll in and by, by April, I'm hoping it should be, uh, it should be more capable. Were you one yeah. of the first now, ones that ordered it and had it on, you know, no, okay. <laughs> um, it was actually very last minute. Um, really? we, um, one, by the time we'd made the decision to get one, you couldn't, you couldn't pre-order them anymore. They were all like, uh, sold out, right. Yeah. So, uh, we kind of hummed and hawed over it for a long time. And then it was, I mean, just, I, I want to say like October or something like that. Um, we started going around to dealerships because they, they just started to show up like a few here and there. Mm -hmm. And we started, so we just went around to dealerships looking to see if they had any available. And we drove all over our area to like five different dealerships and no one had anything. And then the last one we went to was actually the one that's just down the street from my house. And, and uh, so the person who, who had ordered the very first one from their dealership, you know, it was a Badland, Sasquatch, four door hardtop, like everything that we wanted. It was order number zero, zero one at their dealership. And the guy oh, packed wow. out. So they're like, well, we have this one that's coming in that you can, you can just take it if yeah. you want it. We're like, okay. Um, yeah. and they gave it to us at MSRP. Uh, no, you know, no, no, parts, no, no crazy markup or anything. That yeah. It was easy. Like you want it. I'm like, yeah. I'll so I guarantee wow. if you so turn around and kind of, yeah, if you flip it, you kind of you... found one on the lot. And that's yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, we just kind of lucked out and got exactly what we were looking for. And then, but we had to, we still had, to, we just got it, um, in January, like January 6th, I think we got it, uh, because they had that hard top recall. And so it was built and it was just sitting in Michigan at the assembly plant waiting for a replacement hard top for like three or four months. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Yeah. So it's a yeah. it's a Badlands. Is yours a yep. Badlands Sasquatch? Yeah, it is. Cool. They're what mods and accessories do you have planned for it, or have you done anything? I know you said they're kind of rolling in, so. Yeah, it yeah. just Kyle has a Bronco, so he yeah. he has a Badlands Sasquatch. I think it's the same color as yours, actually. I got to drive his. No, his is not yeah. the same. Yours is. I think it's the best color, the the carbonized gray, just because okay. the, the hard top is gray, so it kind of matches. His is the Area Fifty One, the bluish. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at the cactus gray, and then my wife said uh, it looked like bird crap color. So I decided not to go with that one after that. I think that is a great description of that one. It is a great description of that color. Sorry, <laughs> anyone who has the bird crap Bronco. <laughs> the bird crap Badlands. That's what we'll just call it. Um, yeah. So what mods did you say you plan on doing? I didn't. Um, we have, um, what do we got going on? Um, I don't know. I, what, can I, what can I say? I mean, we're doing some really basic things, first of all, um, this week. Uh, uh, just uh, quality of life stuff, okay. installing a 67 designs rail for mounting uh, GoPros and, you know, right. whatnot. Um, my Kenwood radio is going to get installed this week. Uh, and then I've got a rack coming because we didn't get the, if you get the Sasquatch package, you couldn't get a rack from the factory. So okay. it's nearly impossible to get a rack for these things. But I found one uh, from a company called Z-Roads. Um, so yeah. we ordered that, uh, that's coming this week. And then we're going to put the, uh, larger eye camper, the full size one on it. So the new, uh, sky camp three that's coming out, uh, okay. out that's exciting. Probably the first one in Canada. That's coming Sweet. soon. And then, uh, yeah. And then we're going to, we're going to lift it and put 37s on it. The tires are here. Um, uh, we paid a visit to Icon Vehicle Dynamics while we were down in California and test drove their their Bronco with their new uh, coilover suspension mm -hmm. system. And we're going to do all that stuff in the Bronco. So that's kind of the, the game plan. That and sounds I'm, sweet. I'm looking for looking for bumpers right now, trying to figure out, you know, for winch mounting solution. Protection and all that. What they've, what they've done with the official accessories is kind of dumb because uh, you can't get the they can, they have a winch mount accessory for the the modular bumper that you can get with it which i have but you can't buy it without buying a winch together for like $3000 oh really yeah that's crazy it's kind of stupid so i mean i've already got a winch just... for it so i just uh, i just want the you know the the winch mount so i got to find a whole bumper uh, so that's now did i hear you correctly in that technically the bronco is your wife's vehicle yeah, um, it's well. Okay. I mean, that's what she's going to daily drive because we got rid of her okay. other vehicle. I mean, I own it. But. And, and, she, and she's cool because I saw your first video with the Bronco, and you wasted no time taking that out and yeah. beating the crap out of it. Um, yeah. Well, and, I mean, yeah. she knows this is this is what I do, and you know, <laughs> she knows that if I if I break it, I buy it, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Does your wife go with you on the trips now that you have her? locked into the marriage is <laughs> not not really right now but now that okay. we've got the bronco the plan is kind of to try and get her out more and and okay. do some trips where we've got both vehicles so yeah. um we're gonna we're gonna head out in april on a, on a road trip together and and see how it goes i mean i don't That'll know what fun. to expect we're gonna yeah. take our two and a half year old with us so yeah it'll be awesome it'll either be great or it'll be a disaster and we'll be home in a week <laughs> 
at least you're open there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happens, be sure it shows up on the on the film. So. Um, yeah. I did notice you took the that you brought the gladiator on your recent trips down to the States yeah. and left the Bronco at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Bronco's not really ready for those trips yet. Um, yeah. okay. Mainly because I don't have a rack yet to put a tent on. So oh, I would yeah. have been ground tenting it. And, you know, I've got the, got the whole power set up in the gladiator. It's all set up for filming. So it's kind of, you know, and especially on those longer trips where I, I need to be running a laptop and doing some editing on the go and stuff like that. Uh, having the red arc system is kind of a necessity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've done that with the gladiator and Matt's, you know, his is pretty much fully loaded and like we could leave in it now. Um, and it's pretty much set to go, but mine's never been my issue. I had a grand Cherokee before I have my Wrangler now and we got it right as COVID kind of started. And so that just shut everything down because most of their productions are out of Australia. And so we were able to get the rack, but then we couldn't get anything. We couldn't get any type of protection under, under body. And with that, yeah, we can get we- bumper sword or anything. We really need to have protection if we were want to will it, you know, like I've done Hell's Gate in it and stuff like that. But I mean, I didn't want to do anything a little bit more technical. But what would you say one of the trails that you've ran is your favorite? Would you say one um, in the States or one in Canada? Probably the Alexander McKenzie Trail. Okay. Uh, that was that was pretty awesome. Um, it's not it's not very technical per se it's more of an experience okay um so I we've, we've had those that, i'm not familiar with that one so if you want to tell us a little bit about it please feel free to do so yeah it's an old um it's an old uh trading uh route from the 1800s so um yeah um there's a whole history behind it that uh, is slipping my mind at the moment. But anyway, it's, it's, a, famous, it's a famous trail and uh, it's kind of known for uh, every year. There's a lot of deadfall. Um, and so there's a lot of chainsawing. Um, it, we spent, you know, a good couple of days, solid days, just chainsawing and moving very slowly. And, uh, but I mean, you go out there with a the crew, like six guys and, you know, it's mm-hmm. a week long trip to get through this trail and there's, you know, there's deep river crossings and there's it, the, the scenery through there is just incredible. Um, it's definitely, I, I've only done half of it actually. So I want to go back this year, hopefully, and, uh, and do the whole thing. Yeah. I can't imagine. We, we definitely have those trails. I think as long as there's places we constantly want to explore, you know, we, we've had an experience trail like that. We went and did Pritchett Canyon and the gladiator, you know, shortly after Matt got it. And that's a very, very technical trail there in Moab and it's four miles and it took us 12 hours. And yeah, that's uh, not moving very fast. (laughs) No, No, it's it's the hardest trail in Moab. Okay. That's so I should go do it. You should. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, uh, Actually, not exactly gladiator friendly. I would like to invite you, and I'm but, gonna, I'm gonna, oh, talk over, go. I'm gonna talk over you for a second, or if I, I may mute you. In 2023, wow. I am taking my pink jeep, and I'm going to Moab, and I'm going to do Pritchett. You should come. Okay. And I think that would be a blast. Am I? Am I driving? Am I taking Sully too? 
I don't think so. I think this should just be about me. I'm not taking Sully on this trip. <laughs> hmm. I guess I'm riding shotgun and filming the whole thing. It's body. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hiking in all of Pritchett Canyon. <laughs> well, remind me in a year and we'll, we'll see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will hold you to it. Don't you worry. Sure. I, have a, I am a woman and I have an amazing memory. Okay. I have a terrible memory. And I know. <laughs> I'm super pumped. Yeah. You haven't. You haven't been to Moab, have you? I have, yeah. We just yeah, um, you have okay. We went yeah. in November. Uh, it was my first time, but we didn't oh, really. Yeah, that was oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, the baby lions that. back. Yeah, in Moab there. So yeah, I went with Epic Family Road Trip, and we we did. Uh, we only did like two trails. We did um, what was it called? Fins and things. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, and I did Top of the World just by myself. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That, that was yeah, that was that a cool was experience. Amazing. I um, it was it was a little bit more technical than I expected for a, for a light afternoon solo run, but it was beautiful at the top. I've always wanted to go there. I think it's a beautiful like it's beautiful in the backgrounds, but that trail I do not like that trail at all. It is the most. It's, it's actually Kara's least favorite trail in Moab. You do yeah. this all yes. the time. Uh huh. Yes. And the, the time I was, I was done, my back was so sore because it's just relentless with the bouncing. And I went out there with a bruised tailbone. And so it was just. I left there with a bruised tailbone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally, oh. totally get that. Yeah, it doesn't get fun until the last third. And then it starts getting mm. interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like it though. Uh, I, I definitely yeah, want it's to. Yeah, it's worth it at the end. I want to. We're going to go back to to moab um well i'm gonna i'm gonna be there for easter jeep safari with uh with casey 250 and then okay um for part well not really there for much of the trail runs or anything so i'm not really into big group trail runs i'm <laughs> it's not yeah not really my thing but we're gonna be in the, in the area and you know yeah. go to the vendor days and stuff and then i'm gonna go um do some exploring after that i think the guys awesome. from epic are probably coming down too and we're gonna go we're going to go do some, not like the famous trails, but go, um, you know, go exploring, do some of more of our kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's, says, that's what I'll tell Kara. Go ahead. They're planning in Moab in 2023. So let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's after we, I mean, we, I built the gladiator and immediately wanted to take it to Moab to run the hardest trails. So we ran Pritchett Canyon. We ran cliffhanger. Um, we ran steel bender. And after, after Pritchett, we were driving out and I told Kara, I don't, I don't care if I run another name trail mm -hmm. out here. I, I've run them. They're great. Um, but I want to go, I, I want to go back to Moab and I just want to explore all the, the, the non-name trails Yeah, and see all the little, you know, Such a scenic all, all the amazing little places. Um, yeah. We did um we did a trail called Onion Creek that was um, oh was, yes oh yeah that one's a bit yeah. more more like that it's not really like a like a busy technical trail it's mm -hmm. more of like an overland type trail yeah yeah but it's yeah. beautiful down in that little wash yeah yeah we've seen that with Brad um from Trail Recon um he did Onion Creek and that was one of the ones that we had wanted to go to but we never did there's just so many different places that you try to get to and you can't make it. So you just recently had a trip out with Brad and Marco. What did Marco yeah. cook for y'all? Oh man, he made, um, so he had like some, some steaks uh 
-huh. and his famous uh, chimichurri sauce. Yeah. Which that stuff is like some kind of wizardry. I don't know, I but it, it tastes so good. And he gave me his cookbook. I was so excited. I got Kara the cookbook for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Nice. That that was That's that awesome. was one of her Valentine's. <laughs> That's what we along with here. the Jeep. Along with the Jeep. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a terrible cook. I love when other people cook for me because yeah. I'm. I'm awful at cooking. I can barbecue. That's that's my cooking skill. I can make. <laughs> I actually is you're gonna think it's kind of stupid, but I bring a toaster with me and make pop tarts for breakfast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got I, the, the electrical system. Why not, right? Yeah, I have yeah. cooked. Uh, I have taken pop tarts, and I've got a, one of those grill grates that you set over the campfire. And I have just set my pop tarts on the edge of the grill yeah. grate to warm them up and toast them that way, and it works. And half, yeah. half the time, he just brings raw cinnamon roll dough and just will eat the dough. That works, too. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's probably it's actually very good. Yeah. We're actually super fortunate, though. We have a friend um, by the name of Nathan Anderson. Um, he actually does a lot of our photography on our trails and stuff, but he's an amazing he, cook. He's our version of Marco. He's always yeah. he's he's always yeah. planning all the meals for us. So. Yeah, our friend John, we call him Chef John. He's uh, we we always say the same thing. We're like, you're our you're our Marco. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. John Bradowski just wanted to ask if I cooked. Yes, yes, I do. She can. <laughs> yeah, right. I can. That's the whole option right there. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. I don't think you've I don't think you've ever yeah. cooked at camp, have you? Um, I made lasagna never... for Robert. And why are you looking at me like that? You don't remember the lasagna? I don't remember you cooking the lasagna. We cooked the lasagna. Okay. Anyway. Well, it was a week. Yeah. Okay. Let's not argue in front of guests. <laughs> I can make some mean bacon. If you want, if you want bacon, that's, uh, I'm your guy. Do you like bacon crispy or do you like it like chewy? Mm, I think chewy. Chewy? Yeah. Oh, you lost me. Sorry. <laughs> I like, I like it bacon. a little crispy. I, I like bacon be, no matter how you It can you be crispy, it. but not like, like, yeah. No, no, like no. I don't want it to like crumble, you know? It's got to. No. I want to. I, I don't want to be sitting there chewing on it. A little bit. It's got to be just right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can you can make it almost raw. You can make it burnt. I don't care. I'm eating the bacon. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite. I like your style. Yeah, Robert now, do said you yes. have? I made him do, do you the get, dishes. Do you get our kind of bacon up there? Yes. The, the cured 100%. bacon. I don't know what this all this bacon nonsense is. Bacon is bacon. I didn't know. So Canadian have, bacon's not really a thing. That's just another word for ham. Yeah, that's just ham, right? <laughs> that's what I thought. You've heard it here. I don't know if it, is this an East Coast thing, this Canadian bacon crap? Because bacon I, is bacon, okay? Pizza. Yeah, I know it from pizza. Canadian bacon and pineapple. That's the thing. That's on a pizza. No pineapple. Yeah, but it always seemed like ham to me. So I'm, I'm glad to know that a Canadian has now told yeah, me ham, that Canadian Ham and pineapple bacon. pizza, right? Okay. I'm, I'm glad to know that a Canadian has now told me. Do they call ham Canadian and pineapple bacon pizza ham. Canadian bacon and ham and pineapple pizza? It's, it's Canadian bacon and pineapple. That's what know, that's yeah. what it's called here. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> well, this show has taken a turn. Let's just talk. Hey, about I can talk about bacon all night if you guys. Let's We're go. talking about the most important thing now. <laughs> now I'm excited. Got me amped up. <laughs> Jeep X Off Road said Canadian bacon is blasphemy. That's Nick. <laughs> All right. So, Sean, let's talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. So, you said that you had not started doing much of the videography as far as overlanding back in 2020, right? And you had told me a little bit before the show because COVID had shut down the border for like two years. 
and you pretty much hit it pretty hard and heavy. Like you went from zero to a hundred thousand super fast. I think Matt has told one, me before. One year. Well, it went from 10,000 to a hundred thousand in 2020. Um, That's crazy. But it took, it took like three years to get to 10,000. <laughs> so, yeah. but gotcha. I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing a video yeah, every I, week back then. I thought we were doing good. We went from 5,000 to 35,000 in a year. So <laughs> I thought we were doing good. You know, it's it's different for everybody and subscriber count isn't really important anymore because of the no. way that YouTube's made changes. Yeah. So now a lot of people find videos through their home, their home screen. Right. And what, yeah. and YouTube will recommend videos that they think you're going to like based on what other stuff that you watch. So uh, even, even people who watch your videos, there's a, if they watch one of your videos, YouTube will keep suggesting your videos to them. And so they'll keep getting suggested your videos if they're not, even though they're not subscribed, like a lot right. of people don't even realize they're not subscribed because they're just watching the videos all the time that YouTube's recommending. So yeah. it's, it's, um, it's not as important as it once was if view count is, is all that really matters. Yeah. I, how do you, I know you weren't able to explore a lot of in the States because you had plans for 2020 when you decided to go full time to explore all these areas and yeah. the whole shut off kind of put you at a standstill. So what did, how did you swift switch your ideas there? Yeah. So, I mean, we obviously wanted to go down to all the events in, in the U S and, and go to Moab and, and go to California and do and go to all these places. Uh, you know, once, once I started doing the channel full time and, you know, I had mm -hmm. the, the freedom and the, the, the funding to, to do that yeah. um, and had all these plans in the works and then border closed down. Yeah. And uh, that was that. So then we pivoted to started exploring BC and, um, and it was great because we got out to, we found all these places that, you know, probably nobody's ever filmed before. Okay. Um, just really remote uh, old places. Uh, logging and mining roads. And so those, those are some of the biggest videos on my channel now. And that's kind of, you know, that's, I credit a lot of that really fast growth to just going places and showing things that people hadn't done before. So did you have, whenever you had those trips in mind, did you pre-plan them or did you just literally go out and explore and film what you found and then created yeah. a story from that? Yeah. Well, I mean, the story is basically just what happens, right? Mm -hmm. So I, um, I mean, my process for for a lot of people will like accuse me of of like over dramatizing things or something. But all I do is I film yeah. what happens and then I, I narrate it and add cool music. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. that's the secret. <laughs> but it's all like everything that's actually happens. Like we're not we're not like yeah. faking anything. That's so, one thing Matt gets asked a lot of is he'll ask if he's making the story or if he has one in mind and he goes out and like edits it that way and we're like no that's what that's not as a that's not authentic well, i mean there there are things like i'll give you an example like i'll say okay i'm gonna go out on a solo trip this time mm -hmm. and i'm gonna there's not gonna be any talking and i'm gonna film i'm just gonna film you know everything i do and do like a silent video that's like you know I love like those. planning out what the video is gonna be for example right yeah. but yeah so sometimes i'll do stuff like that i'll have like a concept in mind but usually usually it's we go we pick a pick a trail not knowing what's up the trail we go we film what happens and usually cool stuff happens if you're mm -hmm. with cool people so yeah right yeah and that's it. now i know you mentioned <laughs> i know you mentioned earlier um 
that you don't necessarily like going out in large groups. Yeah. Um, is that just, is that because of the filming aspect of it or is that just, um, I mean, cause that's, that's the thing with me. I get asked all the time, does, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, does filming take away from the experience for me, from experiencing the location? I say no. Filming actually, to me, enhances the experience. Part of the experience. Because it's, it, to me, it's a big part of the experience because I love telling the story and I love capturing it on on camera. And to me, I think it it makes me examine what we're doing even closer because, you know, I'm constantly looking around for, a, you know, a possible unique camera angle and really checking out the, you know, the environment that we're in that way. Um but and I enjoy you, so much like when you get home and you you see mm-hmm. the footage you of what it. you shot and yeah. it's almost like you're looking at it from a different perspective than than you saw it in first person, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, for me, I do you find it more challenging filming when you're in larger groups? Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's 100%. That's definitely part of the reason I don't like going out in big groups is because mm-hmm. you kind of feel like you're just holding everybody up. And and I, I prefer to go out with people who who understand my process and, and know, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, know what we're doing. I, I like going out with other YouTubers the most, to be honest, because we're yeah. all we're all out there doing the same thing and, and nobody feels like we're slowing them down or anything. But also, I just find, you know, large, large groups, everything takes longer um it's 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 just difficult to manage those kind of those it's kind of cumbersome yeah i mean i prefer you know like three to four vehicles max is Mm -hmm. uh, is kind of my comfort level and then everything Mm -hmm. is a well-oiled machine and you you're out there doing your thing and you know you you're you can bond with the people you're with and it's not like you're not just like running around everybody and yeah, yeah that's just what i that's just what i like I mean, yeah, yeah, we definitely, I mean, we definitely love the three to four as well. Um, and plus, you have to worry about logistics. If you're camping somewhere, is the location that you're going to be camping at going to be enough for yeah, a room? For sure. Yeah. yeah, and then there's you got you know potential vehicle breakages and recoveries and and uh, getting people through obstacles and there's there's a yeah there's all sorts of things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we are very lucky. Robert is one of them. We've got a very good group of friends that. You know, I'm always I'm always self-conscious when I'm in a group um, that, yes, me setting up the camera is holding us back. It is, you know, stopping to launch the drone, stopping to, you know, to bring down the drone, stopping to set up this camera, you know, or whatever. Um, so I'm always conscious that I am holding everybody up in that process. But, I mean, we've got such a great group of, of friends that when we're out, I mean, we've had as many Likewise. as, as yeah. eight or we've had as many as eight or more. And then, you know, they don't care. The, the hard part for me is I have to run a lot farther back to the camera if there's eight rigs <laughs> than if there's just four. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Um, and yeah, same same for me. Like, I, my friends all understand at this point that, you know, this is what I do. And they know if they're coming out with me, what to expect. So I kind of yeah. I swear, I, my, my group. I mean, are everybody in your videos also YouTubers? Because most of the, uh, just about everybody in your, in your videos, when you, you know, you're talking to them, you put their names and stuff on the screen. They all have their own YouTube channel. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of the times now that is the case uh, because those, I don't know, those are the people that I, I, I'm friends like with and I relate to. Right. So, yep. yeah. Um, I mean, um, yeah. Uh, but there's, there's, 
there's a couple of guys who don't, but mm-hmm. most of the guys that I, I go out with on a regular basis now are, are YouTubers. Yeah. Do you yeah, share the, awesome. do you share the content or how does that work? Do you hand someone a GoPro and be like, here, film this for me? <laughs> um, not really. Like we all have our own gear and film our own stuff. Um, okay. Occasionally, like, you know, one of us will stick a GoPro on someone else's vehicle or like I'll, I'll throw a GoPro in someone's vehicle if I want to you know, <laughs> film them or, yeah. but most of the time, no, is usually we're just doing our own thing. And then if, if some kind of like big event happens, sometimes we'll like exchange some footage just so we all have, you know, different angles and stuff. And cause we're all going to have a different take on it anyway. So, right. Yeah. I love, I, I have enjoyed watching when you and Casey 250 are on trips together because yeah, the story you tell, it's different than the story that Casey's telling. and yeah. But it's the oh, exact yeah, same trip. Way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's great. I, I love the different takes on it. Yeah, it's something we talk about a lot because uh, Casey and I just talk about YouTube like 24-7. So, yeah, sure. uh, yeah he's, he's one of my best friends. Um, we, uh, we, we're just both so passionate about uh, making videos. And so it's, um, yeah, we always talk about a few things like um like different telling stories in different ways his his way is much more like like vlog style and you know just this is what's happening and more like kind of behind yeah. the scenes stuff and and mine's more like the cinematic like like trying to make it into a movie kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing so you know, we try to do things a little bit a little bit differently and but we we have so much fun out there together and and also just you know being being characters you know like just uh yeah. And just being able to have that time with the guys. I think that's, I think that's important for not only creating the story. Do you ever tie, take the trips out there that you don't film? Or are you constantly feeling like I've got to film if I'm going to go out on a trip? It's, it's extremely rare that I'm not filming. Okay. Um, there's, um, I just don't have the time. I, I wish. <laughs> okay. Um, I, not that, not that filming is like, you know, a problem or anything. Right. I love it, but um, I, I wish I had time to take a, a trip just for myself as well. Yeah. Do you ever I, do you ever plan on making those times? Because I know I know you don't also want to lose the the heart of it. You know, you want to be able to have that time. I'm, for yourself. I'm not worried about that really. Like, because okay. I, I I love I love the filming part of it as well, and I've been doing it you know every week for over two years, and I'm mm-hmm. not even close to being tired of what I do right yeah we just I just keep finding new ways to to make things interesting or you know to to have more fun with it or be more creative with it add more layers and just constantly honing my craft right yeah but um Mm -hmm. I mean I I did a couple of trips with my with my wife and daughter last year that I didn't film just to for like family time that's good Um, I think that I think that's important too just to find yeah. a balance. I know from the wife's perspective, it's really hard. Um, like, cause you see my husband in there on YouTube all the time. And I'm like, that's, he, he says that's his job, but he's researching on YouTube. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> that's our, that's our struggle around the house. Yeah. I'm like, but you're I not, mean, you don't really do anything, babe. <laughs> some people don't understand that YouTube's a, it's more than a full-time job. Like it's like, at least for me, I I'm out two to three days a week filming Mm -hmm. and those are you know there's you don't have a whole lot of downtime on trips it's you're running around with this camera from morning until night and even when you're trying to relax around the fire you're like okay i better you know i gotta get a little like the campfire shot or the cooking shot or whatever right like there's always something 
And then, you know, after two or three days of that, you're exhausted and you go home and, you know, this, and then this is combined with like the trail driving and you guys know from driving on trails, like the concentration is exhausting. Like by the end of the day, you're just so tired. So after two or three days of that, then I go home and it's, it's a solid, like four days of editing, you know, so I'm, I'm putting in like hundred plus hour weeks here. Yeah. So it's not to mention whenever you're, you're installing things on your vehicles or doing maintenance on your vehicles. Like I I do agree with you 100%. A lot of people don't realize they think that YouTube is just like a hobby that you can just go film and it just magically creates itself. And you also get things sent to you to show things for free. I think that's what a lot of people think. And it's yeah. a lot of work. It, it's a lot of work. So, I mean, it's definitely a job. You have to love it. And if you love it, then, you know, the, yeah. the people who love it and are passionate about it, it'll come through in in the content they put out. And they'll be I successful. totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Destination Adventure Overland asks, what are some of your favorite channels to watch? Ooh, some of my favorite channels to watch. Um, let me think for a sec. Um, uh, uh, I really like, um, this is a shout out to all the people uh, that are watching. (laughs) Put me in a spot here. (laughs) Um, let me think there's, um, there's a channel I've been watching for a really long time. Like, uh, I, I I won't, I won't go into like overland channels. Let's just talk other channels. Um, I, I like, uh, uh, adrenaline addiction. He does like, uh, cliff jumping and base jumping and stuff like that. That's oh, a really no, cool heard of that. Um, I like uh, my, probably my absolute uh, favorite channel is uh, vlog creations. Okay. Um, it's, uh, he's, a, he's a comedian. So he does, does like uh, improv and skits and stuff. Just, just really, really funny stuff. Like uh, it, his videos just make me laugh every single time. If you haven't, haven't watched that guy. You want to get a laugh go check it out our favorite every night is tiktok we'll pull up tiktok like we'll send each other tiktoks throughout the day and an hour before this is a little inside to like our home personal life but an hour before like we're like we go to bed early and we will lay in bed over an hour and we'll just watch what we've sent each other again and we will just laugh it's just hysterical it's the greatest part of my day yeah you need something to unwind right so i, I try to watch like content that's light and and funny and then i mean i watch pretty much pretty much every off-road channel too all the main ones yeah i think that we all have our favorites bats off-road says they love the installs with the ginger oh fun yeah uh the ginger is a character (laughs) um we just got back from a week and a half long trip together so we, we had a good time um this the video that I have coming out on Monday is going to be uh, unlike anything that I've ever done before uh, from that trip. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, what check makes it out it on Monday. What makes it unique? <laughs> um, well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, feel free, feel free uh, to use my is channel this one, as a spoiler. Is that is this, this one? one just you and Ginger? No, that came out the yesterday. That, that's okay. this, week. this week's had already came out. That's okay. the one with uh, Brad and Marco and, gotcha. and Ginger is in there too. Next week's is um, yeah, it's just like the continuation of that trip. But um, we're well, we're doing some we're doing some some racing with the two supercharged gladiators uh, on a dry lake bed, and uh, yes, episode one hundred and fifty. Uh, 
and then things take a take a really interesting uh interesting sci-fi turn from there <laughs> so i'm super um, yeah check it out monday we'll see it'll, if it'll i don't be, see lightsabers i'm gonna be disappointed it'll either be the greatest thing i've ever done or or a massive flop. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what places do you have planned coming up i know that the borders are open now knock on wood they stay that way um apparently moab in 2023 yeah, well, we yeah. know 2023 is a busy year for you. Uh, I think, I think we're going. Um, I think we're going to Nevada in in late March, or maybe Utah. I'm, I don't think it's decided yet. Okay, we're going somewhere for for a week um, to do some exploring, and then and then I'm back down in Moab in in April, and then from there, I think I'm I'm going to go explore Arizona for a good few mm. weeks so uh, arizona is high on my list to get to i have not been there yet and yeah i'm actually actually was invited um you know revere overland yes that channel yeah uh, he invited me to come down there for for a trip and I, I just couldn't get away i wanted to go down there so bad but it was the Some timing the just didn't work I've out seen from there it just it it's it's my kind of place to to go explore and it looks like a lot yeah. of the a lot of the a lot of the trails and stuff are quite remote and not yeah. so um not like you know popular people-y. kind of trails so. not so people-y yeah, yeah. it's more <laughs> my kind far, of thing so how far of a drive would that be for you to get down days. to arizona? like well probably if i drove like three straight days probably i'd to get to arizona really that long yeah okay. yeah probably you know like 10 hour days Probably, yeah. probably like yeah, it's thirty it's to thirty-five 20, hours, something like that. It's about 20, 20 plus hours for yeah. uh, for me to get to Arizona. So I'm probably going to do like two days or three days to drive down to Moab because I'm going to have my kid with me. So we'll do shorter days and and then we'll spend a week in Moab and and then start making our way down to Arizona. That's kind of my my rough plan, and then we'll see how that goes and what happens from there, and head home whenever we're done. I've always wanted to go and do the lottery for the wave there in Arizona, just to be able to go hike it. Have you heard of the wave? No. Okay. So it's a beautiful rock formation. It's like a photo, it's a photographic place that you can just, I'll let you Google it later, but you have to do a lottery. Um, they do in-person lotteries or you have to do it like four months in advance. Um, they only allow- yeah, just to get in. Cause it's, yeah. it's a very unique rock formation. The way, I mean, it's they only allow so many very curved in, right? rocks and stuff in the the. It it looks like a wave in the rocks. It's it's crazy cool. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, but it's not. You have to. It's you take a chance to get in. Huh. Yeah. Well, you should do it. That's what I want to do. I want to do that in Antelope Canyon. I'm not done either one of those, but you know, those, those both like, hiking places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both yeah. more hikes. Yeah. So I, I have kind of a kind of a rule. I don't go anywhere unless wheels are under me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a hiker, Sean. No, I'm not a hiker. <laughs> okay, so here I, I found this real quick. Now, this is the wave. There you go. Oh wow, yeah, that's, that's cool. really cool. Yeah. Probably looks just like the picture. Yes. I've I've been there now. There you go. <laughs> you won now, the lottery far, right here. There you go. Now, how far did did they make you hike? when you were doing the mud caves with Marco and, oh, not, and Brad. Not very far. That was like 
a five minute walk. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. Yeah. 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 Apparently it goes for like a mile, but I was like, that sounds like hiking. (laughs) (laughs) You're my kind of guy, Sean. I used to, I used to be a runner and then I stopped. (laughs) Yeah. I've never been a runner and I stopped. Yeah. Well, there you go. Matt used to have a sticker on the back of his Jeep that said 0.0. I actually Um, tried to, uh, I tried to get into hiking a little bit just for, for exercise. And I I live kind of like right next to a big forest. So there's lots of hiking trails, but I did it twice and then I stopped. Do you have a lot of bears there that you have to? Yeah. 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 Um, not this type of time of year because they're mostly sleeping, but, uh, from probably from about March until October, we'll see like two or three bears a day in our yard. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. We're, we're just, kind of coexist with them that would make my day like i was so pumped i saw my first bear in colorado this past summer and i was so excited that i took a picture of it and i didn't take my cap off my lens Aww. and so it's a big black <laughs> picture and i still have that picture saved and all of my and i put it as my background yeah. and everybody's like why do you what is that and i'm like that's a bear you don't know it but it's there. <laughs> well, the ones around here are kind of menaces. So they're like, I, I hate them. Um, one ripped a hole in my garage wall trying to get in. And yeah. uh, one tried to break into my into my smart cap on my, my Jeep. I got it on my security camera. I sent it to RSI and they used it for marketing. Oh, my. So, oh, wow. That's yeah, crazy. It awesome. didn't get in. So. <laughs> guess okay, guess so not hiking. That explains... Well, all, the drone footage. No, no. <laughs> all the drone footage what are you saying <laughs> yeah I mean, no he's messed it up you know yeah, he, he has some puffs nowadays too yeah i got the dead butt. um but <laughs> i mean because for me i mean a lot of setting up the cameras and stuff that's major hiking especially in hilly terrain that's i tell my friends that's how i get my exercise is setting up the cameras um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I when we went to Death Valley, you're not allowed to fly drones there. So I was I was running around like a madman up and down these hills with my with my camera on a tripod, and I I've never been in more pain at the end of the day. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. Okay. <laughs> drones are so much easier. <laughs> okay, I get asked this question a lot. How do you how do you fly the drone and drive the Jeep at the same time? Yeah, I've actually got three arms. <laughs> it's on your back. We just can't see it. Because I mean, I, I think that's an acquired skill that we learn. Um, to, yeah, I to, mean, to I don't, I don't and, know. And fly. Or I, I drive with yeah. my knee. A lot apparently, of times it's apparently it's a uh, a difficult thing, but I've just kind of kind of perfected it somehow. I don't know. I yeah, I'll do like. I mean, you're driving slow most of the time, right? So yeah. a lot of the times it's literally like pick a direction and then one hand on the wheel and like one hand kind of grip the controller and the thumb just kind of like trying to hold the stick forward in the right at the right speed. And then mm-hmm. your hand cramps up and then <laughs> and then you take your hands off the wheel and almost drive off the road while you relax your thumb and then you reposition and then you do it again. And uh, that's kind of the process. Yeah, I love a lot of, I love a lot of thumb cramping. And, yeah, um, I've learned to to drive with my knee a lot. Yeah, for, for a lot of stuff. But I love going back and looking at the drone shots, and be, you know, before you kind of get settled in, you get those early shots where you you know you see the jeep swerving in the 
on the road, going back and forth on the trail for a minute. It's a miracle that I haven't died, to be honest. I I <laughs> literally have driven off the road two times, and it was just lucky that it was in, in places that, you know, there was just like a grassy field or, or something uh, yeah. and not a drop-off. Because, I mean, sometimes I'm driving right. on – shelf roads and and stuff and yeah I'm, you have a lot of that yeah and those are those are sketchy but i find it's calming looking at the the screen for the the drone shot because you're focused on the shot more than you are on driving but that's also really dangerous <laughs> yeah it is hey real exactly. quick do you have any plans to go to north to alaska or the yukon yeah yeah um I've, I'm trying to get some people to go with me this summer, but I mean, I'm trying to do a lot of things this summer. So who knows which ones yeah. will actually happen. I would love to go. You Do you find yourself overbooking yourself? Like you, you want to do all these things? In the summer, yes, because we have such a short summer here. It's mm-hmm. basically just, you know, July and August. And, and we still get a lot of rain during those times too. Yeah. Um, so just trying to, trying to get in because – a lot of the stuff I want to do here in BC, you can only do in those two months. And then, so, and most of the time you can only go do those things on weekends because not everybody is a full-time YouTuber and can just go whenever they want. Right. And you don't want to go by yourself because it's, you know, it's less interesting and it's not as safe. <laughs> um, but safety second, Sean. Yeah, safety second. Stickersdangerous.com. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, to me, it's not as interesting shooting videos if you don't have, um, other people because it's like characters in a show, right? Like you, it's more interesting when you've got people to to banter with and, and, you know, tell your story with. So, and it's more fun. Like it's pretty lonely going out, uh, over landing by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I know Matt, he, me and him, it's the greatest whenever me and him can get to go out together for sure. What kind of drone do you use? He has it. it. The uh, Mavic 3 here. Rocking the 3. 3. Is it the I'm telling you. Is it the Cinna or is it the standard? No, it's not the stupid Cinna. Thing's so expensive, man. This is like it is five or six thousand Canadian dollars. It was retarded. Um, I I didn't get this in it. I uh, we don't have this in either. Honestly, I went. I at the same time the Mavic Three came out, I got the Air Two S. Because because it's a little bit smaller package, but because I wanted to use the smart controller with it. I got mm-hmm. so tired of pulling my phone out, putting it in the remote, yeah. and having well, having to go through that control. process. I wanted to use the smart controller, and I didn't I didn't have one, so I was buying the Air 2S with the smart controller. And the only way to get the smart controller with the Mavic 3 was the freaking Senna. And I wasn't paying five grand for a drone. Oh, really? So I, bought, I, that, I bought it separately on with mine. They had it. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, they had it listed as a separate. Don't but tell you know him what that, really Sean. Mad? Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. Tell you what made me mad. Mavic 2, Mavic 3. You got to buy yeah. a separate smart controller. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. $1,000. Well, and that was the other thing. Sorry? So, 
Yeah, that that was the the thing the the change in the smart controller and just the yeah. exorbitant cost of it. Um, yeah, I, I I stuck with the Air Two S and have been happy. Well, the Mavic Three is kind of a game changer though for a few reasons. The forty minute flight time is crazy because you can just yeah, leave that'd be it up cool. there. Even if I want to go get another shot or set up a different camera, I can just leave it up there and forget about it, and it's fine because it's up yeah. there for so long. And then the the image quality is so good that I find I use it more for close-up shots as as like just a stationary camera where you right. can do like little pans or you can do like these crane cam like shots and you can't tell the difference. You can't tell that it's a drone when you're that low to the ground. It looks like you've got an actual crane and you're doing right. these crazy shots. And I just love the stuff you can do like that with it. It's uh, it's such another another level. Yeah, we have the welcome to the outdoors is sitting over here just typing. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> you need it, man. Get on yes, the you card. Oh, you know there Sean told you. You got to get it. So when are you coming to the Ozarks? Robert Wicker oh, says come. Yeah. Um, when's a good season? <laughs> uh, honestly, all the winners. Uh, always I mean, nice. Like I said, low. I mean, we just did a trip in January. Lows were in the twenties, highs in the upper thirties, lower forties is a, is about our normal. So what's that, what's that in Canadian temperatures? I don't know. I don't know how to convert Fahrenheit to Celsius. Uh, what did you say? Yeah. This? Uh, Google. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> Twenty Fahrenheit to uh, Celsius is six degrees. Oh, okay. okay. I was asking Siri yeah. over here. So probably, I mean, probably pretty mild for you, but um, I mean our. You would, I would say avoid the Ozarks in the summertime because it's upper 90s, 90, upper 90s in humidity. It's just, it's a miserable experience in the summertime. Uh, it's, okay. it's not fun. So I'm gonna... spring, fall. Now, for, I you would love it here in the spring because I've seen you do some pretty crazy water crossings in your videos. Yeah. And that's one thing that Ozarks, that's our biggest obstacle is water crossings. You can't go on down just about any trail without yeah, he encountering went, he a water crossing. In the Bronco even. So uh, I would, I, you would love springtime in the Ozarks. I think it, it's, it's gorgeous. Okay. Well, it's only a 34 hour drive from here. So. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So we have a friend and I'm pretty sure he would set you up. Robert Wicker. He just bought a new Jeep. <laughs> he has a Toyota forerunner. He has an old Tacoma that he's putting on 35s. And so yeah, you fly down and he'll, and you fly he'll, down. Yeah. We have a vehicle for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll I'm think about it. I'm going to offer Robert to vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty like dialed in with my, my own setup. I feel like I'd be, yeah, I understand. I like I'd be naked if I didn't have my own yeah. vehicle. But that'd be a, well, that'd be I a mean, whole new honestly, story till then. Yeah. I think you would be, yeah. I think you'd feel at home in the Ozarks. Cause I've uh, seen a lot of your stuff up there. Yeah. You've got, a lot of tight trails mm -hmm. and you've got a lot of water and uh, i i think the ozarks would would feel very very at home where do we you. go here to get there you go through washington and then we go through montana South Dakota, iowa it's a lot what did of you do whoa, 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 whoa you go from south dakota through where uh Sorry, Omaha. I don't no, know. you said you said Iowa. I. You said Iowa. You said Iowa. <laughs> what? How do you say it? Just Iowa. 
Iowa. Iowa, that's Very what short. I said. <laughs> hey, I'm not Iowanian, okay? I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll, um, I'll look into it. If there's uh, if there's stuff that I can hit like on the way and on the way back, then you know maybe I could make a trip out of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I would hard. think depending it's on the route, I mean, Colorado yeah. would very much be on your way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, meet me in Colorado. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. I, I'm a full time YouTuber. I can take off whatever I want to. I hear right. this every day. <laughs> well, I'm chained to my desk. No, just keep at it. Things, will, things might change. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta pay for his trips. He's a YouTuber. No, you is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to get this uh, we just have to get those kids graduated that's that's the goal so yeah just get them get working them and college. take a cut of their paychecks yeah i mean they're all old enough so there's no, that. that that should be what we do but look sean we have had a great night i don't want to keep you too late i don't know what time you're running there but oh you're what two hours behind us okay you're two hours behind eight o'clock it's not bad yeah. it's not, not bad, bad. But we appreciate you so much for coming on and just taking the time out of your night. Again, I don't this is fun. take it lightly. It was super fun getting to know you and just nice learning you about guys. all of the stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, it's fun to chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we exactly. really appreciate we'll, uh, you, you coming on. It was a bit of a Are you guys going to any events or anything uh, coming up? I I haven't. I don't have confirmation yet. Um, I've got. I mean, I, I think I asked you, we've got the event coming up called the Moore Expo. It's mm -hmm. in Springfield, Missouri. Um, it's the largest indoor overlanding off-roading expo in the country. It's oh, it's cool. fantastic. So we've got that event in April. It's um, actually indoors I, and outdoors. Yeah, <laughs> they've gotten I, so I big. might get to go to Expo West this year. Um, I should be there. So. With, in partnership with Gaia GPS, they may send me out there because I do a lot of teaching and stuff. And, oh, cool. Um, I love well, Gaia. On Gaia. Yeah, I um, and so I might get to go out there with Gaia, but that hasn't been nailed down yet. Um, but other than that. Yeah, well, let me know if you go. I'm planning to go. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I get to go, I actually, I actually made myself a reminder in the morning to email them to try to nail some of that down. So. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to try and get to as many events as I can this year because I haven't got to go to any yet. Yeah, yeah. You've been, so, been trapped up, up north. This get is to meet year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I get to meet you. Yeah. I look forward to that very much. If not, I will see you in 2023 in Moab. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that, buddy. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And just in case anybody wants to follow more along on your journey, you have a new video coming out on the Storytelling on YouTube. What night? Uh, Monday mornings, 9 a.m. Monday mornings, every, every Monday morning. Yeah, Mondays are the release date. Yeah, you can also you don't, you don't want to miss this Mondays. It's going to be a doozy. A doozy. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, thank space. you so much, <laughs> you guys. Y'all have a good night, and I can't wait to see more of y'all next week. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Later, bye. Sean. <laughs>